0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. We're talking WAFL football right now with the coach of East Fremantle, Bill Monaghan, who is celebrating what was a fantastic win coming from well I don't know 20 odd points down in the second quarter to actually get up and dominate Subiaco in the end it was a very emphatic win in the end 36 and 8 it's 44 points Billy nice result yeah very exciting times not something that um East Fremantle supporters
1: or players are, are very used to um beating Subiaco I think that's six out of the last 46 meetings that we've won and it's the first time since
0: oh, I don't know must have been 30, uh, 20 games or something, something ridiculous. Wow. Like just... uh, you and I have spoken about this before. Did you mention it pre game at all?
1: No, look, if if I um, mentioned all the clubs that we haven't been able to beat over the last couple of years, we'd <laughs> probably be walking around moping. So, no, for our psyche, what, we, we've improved a lot. It um, hasn't necessarily turned into a lot of wins, but. You know, I, I guess the last frontier for us to start getting a bit of belief is that we have to beat the better sides, and you know, all our wins, bar the, the Swan Districts wins, have been against sides in the bottom half like us. So it's really good to get a a good scalp, and you know, we might have got them on a good day where they had a couple out, but um, you know, the plays. Uh, they really enjoyed and savoured the win and, and now our challenge is to pack it up this week and, and try and go back to back, which we haven't been able to do all year either.
0: So what do you aim to do? You can't make the finals. So what were you aiming to do on the weekend? Was it just to put up a proud performance or were there goals set? Has it been goals set by the playing group or just purely by the coaching staff?
1: Oh look, we, we are doing a lot we're doing a lot right and, and we just fray at the edges when things don't quite go well. So You know, a lot of what we've been talking about is is consistency in our performance and playing four quarters. And whilst we slipped four or five goals behind, probably for the first 15 or 20 minutes of the game, we were actually very good. And even in the second quarter, you know, as good sides do, like Subiaco, they they just took their chances and and they hit the scoreboard and and we fell behind. So we're we're trying, you know, we've got a few soldiers out ourselves. Mm. You know, Cam Irby was another... Laid out for us. So uh, we're actually trying to explore our list. Marsh played inside mid um, predominantly for the day. Um, Max Murphy's moved back. Kyle Baskerville's moved into the midfield. So we're just trying to work out, you know, for, for the future um, what types of role players can play. Um, and sometimes that causes a little bit of, you know, um, struggle for our players because they're getting thrown around and challenged weekly. So, um, but really important. So that was a long way to answer your question is that we didn't specifically talk about um, taking a big scalp. We just, we're just trying to play our best footy and and we've got some key measures around things like contested ball and clearances, which we've been poor at over probably the last five or six weeks. and, And they were probably our, our goals and, and we hit those marks on the
0: weekend. I don't think anyone would keep this stat, but you'd be hard-pressed to find a stat against Subiaco in a long, long time where teams kicked 12 goals against Subi unanswered and kept them scoreless in the third. I mean, if you were doing stats, that's a, that's a rarity in modern-day football. In fact, it's probably been a rarity over the last 15 years of Subi giving up 12 straight goals
1: yeah well, I can give you a stat because I do bizarre stats and i I do like my stats um, I of the belief yes. so someone's told me this, so I'm a little bit scared to say this on on radio. that's the first time in eighty four games that someone's kicked a hundred points against wow. That's what've
0: that's what I've been
1: told, that's what I've been told um, this morning, so I'm going with that, and it sounds pretty impressive so I had a smile and said, well, we must have done something right. So you can go and look that up, but 84 games since someone's one's kicked 100 points against
0: them. Okay, so Subiaco had a couple of, you know, Lockyer went out of the team. They uh, also didn't have their captain, Lee Kitchen. He was suspended and the like. Uh, Greg Clark got injured early. It looks like a knee or back of the knee, a hamstring, whatever it may be. Did you see chinks in, in their armour that you tried to jump on during the game?
1: Well, with Lockheed going out, it was actually good for us. The weather was fine. It hasn't been fine for a while. We decided to go super tall. You know, we picked um, Hugh Dixon back for the first time for nine or ten weeks and picked um, Bryn Teagle, 203 centimetres, to go along with Dylan O'Reilly as well. So that probably played into our hands. You know, that's one of the reasons we played John O'Marsh through the midfield. And and then we threw him and Jared Jansen forward at times. So we try to stretch them and you know, Litholand's, or Dewar is only um, about 190. Heels about 190. So, you know, lock we we identified that whilst that's probably one of their strengths, that they're not super tall down back. So Lockie going out was a, a big plus for us, and I think our big guys competed really well. Um, they all hit the scoreboard, and and you know it gave a point of reference for um, our our smalls to work off. So. We try to match them in the middle with some bigger bodies, um, Jansen and, um, and Marsh in particular, and, and then stretch them forward. And it all came together. And you know it doesn't always go the way it's planned, but that's what we planned for, and, and it worked. And we might plan for the same this week, and it might not work. So um, you just take you just take it when it, it happens to. To fall your way,
0: six spots up for grabs. You play East Perth, who are on the same amount of wins as you. You've got them on percentage, but it'd be nice to get a bit of a gap there and uh, just be the best of the beaten brigade.
1: Yeah, it would be. Look, uh, that's what we're doing. We yeah, we're trying to win as many games as we can, um, finish as high as we can, and, and, and our goal is to get back to play finals footy. We were we were planning and hoping that it would be this year, and things haven't really gone well from us from an injury point of view and you know, another couple of close losses. So we're not that far off the sides above us and it's important that we
0: finish off um, the season well and and in particular this week against East Perth. Uh, what about your depth, your footy club? Is it a chance to, to really, you talked about, uh, you know, changing a few things up, playing that tall team and getting some blokes back and the like, but like Dixon and, and for the first time in a long time, have you got blokes that, are you a coach that aspires to, to bring the Colts in at this time of year? Are you got any boys that you want to really give a taste of league footy before the, the new season?
1: Yeah, there's a couple of guys going around in the, in the reserves that are playing well, but, you know, given that we're, We've probably got seven or eight first-choice players out at the moment. Um, so we've actually explored our depth pretty well. We've made Corey Warner, 17-year-old kid from uh, Aquinas, through our Colts. Um, he played the three- or four-week block. Finn Gorring, who's um, in the state 19s and um, is playing uh, regular footy for us. So the hard part with the with the young kids now, guys, is in two weeks' time, they they play the, the first of their under-19s state carnival so uh, none of the none of the top-end talent are available in two weeks time so it's a, it's a little disruptive bringing them in and out but you know we've probably got three or four guys that we we could look at over the next couple of weeks but we're, we're letting them focus on the on the state 19s and then just a couple of guys going really well Enrique Featherstone um, really cool name he's going well in the twos Tommy, Wall- Tommy Wallace has been going well but he got not out on the weekend so he won't be able to play this week Um, and so there's a couple of guys around the fringes
0: yeah Warner Warner went back and played for Aquinas and they got absolutely their pants pulled down on the weekend
1: yeah um, I don't follow the PSA that much but I'll I'll go with you Josh and if that's the truth then (laughs) they got their pants pulled down (laughs)
0: And your Colts had that big win over Subiaco. I mean, you know, you've still not a hundred percent locked away for finals. Currently in fourth, but that was a huge win. Probably put Subi to bed. That was a dominant performance.
1: Yeah, it was. I think um, Subi pushed a few kids up into the into the twos and had a couple other injuries. So, um, and our our Colts were at pretty full strength. And just a couple of PSA boys weren't available, um, but some really um, familiar names played really good footy i you know i go and watch the colts every week and the uh, young cripsy um it's going really well um rucked on the weekend kicked four goals um Tarjwo woden was outstanding and then we've got another couple of kids who are who are in line for getting drafted in in josh brown and and jack williams so we're at pretty pretty full strength and a couple of the other kids are playing good footy. So. Um, Really exciting, um, and hopefully they can finish the season off well and play finals, which is always a, a, a feather in the cup for those young kids.
0: No doubt. Good on you, Billy. Nice result for you, mate. All the very best in the next couple of weeks, and we might chat soon.
1: Thanks, Goss. Here's Cheers, Bill man. Bonderhan,
0: the coach of East after their wonderful performance over Subiaco in the league game on the weekend. This is your Sporting Goss.